On this first bonus episode of the second season of Common Mystics, we discuss how we set our intentions and why we believe that the spirits are coming through for us. I'm Jennifer James. I'm Jill Stanley. We're psychics. We're sisters. We are common mystics. We find extraordinary stories in ordinary places. And I'm so excited to talk today about our intentions. And how we're setting them? Yes. <laughs> well, first, can you remind our listeners what we're doing until our destination episodes return? Well, we're on a break from those destination episodes, and so they will pick up again in June 2021. But until then, we're putting out a bonus episode about every month or so just to keep people listening. Yeah, that's a great idea. And this bonus episode, we decided to discuss our intentions and tell me why. We do an intention for every destination episode. As our listeners know, we ask to give voice to the voiceless and to find a story that we didn't know about when we're out in the field. But for the Christmas episode, that was crazy. We literally were a hot mess. We had no idea, but we knew we wanted to put out a Christmas episode, but we didn't know how that looked. Right. So we were being kind of cheeky, even setting the intention. We're like, ha spirit, help us. Here's our intention. Right, because we didn't really know what we were asking for. Right. And so our intention was, um, spirits, send us a Christmas story and make it close by so we don't have to drive around all day. Oh, and throw in an angel. She threw in the angel. (laughs) I cannot even believe it. So honestly, we had no expectation that that was actually going to pan out. We were brainstorming on the way during (laughs) our story a contingency plan because we... We did not think this was going to work. No, we were like, this is never going to work. We kept saying that. Like, this is never going to work. The funny part is, is even as it was working, we're like, what is happening? Like, how is this even working? So because of that, because we were more seriously surprised than anyone, we wanted to break down and see what it actually is we're doing and why is it working. Right. Because clearly there's power in it. If this is actually working, which we we know it is, we know it is, it's actually working, what exactly are we doing? One, so we could use it in our lives more, and two, so we can share that with our listeners who could also be using intentions in their lives. Okay, so let's break it down. Let's do it. So step one, Jen, what would you think the first step is to setting our intention? I think for us... The whole foundation of belief is there for you and I. In other words, you and I believe 100% and in earnest that there are spirits on the other side. Call them our relatives who have passed. Call them guardian angels or guides. Call them whatever you want. But there are spirits on the other side that are there to help us and who want to help us. I think that's the first step, that belief. I. 100% agree with everything you just said. Then, so we're believing, we're in the car, what do we do next? I think we have to be really clear when we're setting our intentions. Now, clear is not the same as specific. We really have to say this is what we want and be clear about why we're asking for it, right? So we want to be really clear about what we want. Exactly. Okay. And then what do we do next? So we're in the car, we're believing, and we're clear, like, we need a story. And I also think 
that what you're doing is we're reaching out to the spirit world specifically. Right. We are imploring them for help. We're reaching out and inviting them. Inviting them in is the key. To participate. Yes, to participate in the process. Very, very true. Yes. So we're believing. We're being very clear. We have clarity. We're reaching out and inviting those spirits or guardians in. Then what do we do? Yeah. Then, here and here is for me the hard part. Because once you invite that spirit into that activity that you're participating in, then you need to somewhat surrender to it. Mm. You can't then try to get into the driver's seat and be in control. You have to surrender to what comes to you. Oh, that sounds very, very, very vulnerable. And uncomfortable. And I think that's why uh, you and I often get frustrated when we're trying to follow the signs of spirit and surrender to it, because it is very much letting go of the wheel and letting spirit direct us. Well, an additional complication with our process is that we are having to put our ego aside because a lot of times, as we discussed in our bonus recap for season one, we will get hits or we will get impressions, but it's not a part of our story. It's not supportive of our intention. So we have to kind of surrender to that and let that stuff go. Right. I think, too, that that goes together with the clarity of purpose that we established earlier on. When we ask to give voice to the voiceless, we're being very clear that this is not about us and us proving our psychic abilities, right? Can you give us an example of a time when you had to put your ego aside when we were on a destination adventure? Uh, there's been so many times, but my favorite was, and we mentioned this again in the bonus recap, was the Pontiac connection to the Joliet, Illinois area. I was so clearly picking up on Native Americans and Pontiac living in the area, but it was not supportive of the story. And Jen was all cold, cold, cold. So I was annoyed. I was like, I know that this is true. I we got back to your house. I Googled it. I was like, I'll be a son of a bitch. I was like, this is really happening. But again, as cool as that may be, it was not part of our Coal City episode. What about you? When we were in Indiana, similarly for me, when we were in Indiana and we were driving around Marshall County, we had stopped and driven through South Bend. Do you remember that? I, I happen to recall that very same incident. As we were driving through South Bend, I was getting, well, I was getting Native Americans, Native Americans, but then I was picking up on bank robbery. And that was really exciting for me because we never did a story with a bank robbery. And so I was like, oh my gosh, Jill, I'm picking up on bank robbery, bank robbery. Well, the Marshall County, Indiana episode had nothing to do with a bank robbery, but I was like, damn it, I know that there was a bank robbery in South Bend. Well, it turns out there was, and Dillinger, the famous Chicago mobster, had his like last big bank robbery in South Bend, Indiana. And I was so disappointed that that could not have gotten into the episode because it had absolutely nothing to do with the voice that we were called to give voice to. But um, yeah, that was annoying. And it was a time when, once again, I had to put my ego aside because it wasn't about me and the really cool psychic hits I was getting. And also having us remind ourselves that this is about giving voice to the voiceless really prevents us from getting into a fight, to be honest. So thank you, spirits, for that. Yeah, and it does come back to clarity. We were very clear 
every time about what we want to do. Exactly. So our next step after we surrender and let our ego go, what would we do next? We're actually stating the intention. Right. And I think that here's where clarity and specificity, there's a difference. We want to be very clear about what we want to accomplish, but you don't want to be too specific because once again, you have to surrender to what comes to you. And if you're too specific in your intention, then you're really kind of putting a ceiling almost on what could come your way. You're limiting yourself because really only spirit knows what the possibilities are. And you as a human in your rational mind, you have no idea what potential, you know, could come your way. So you have to be loose and less specific. Well, and again, if you're being very specific, that's a real key that you're not letting your ego go. Exactly. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. If you're at that stage where you're ready to state your intention and you're getting really like the color of things and when you want it, and (laughs) then you know that that's all your ego right now. And you're going to be really disappointed because then you're looking for those specifics as opposed to really looking at the intention itself. Yeah. That's I think that's a really, really good point. Okay. So now we stated our intention. What do we do next? Now, After you state the intention and you're clear and you've reached out to your people who you know are out there helping you and you've surrendered and put your ego aside and now it's all about being open, being open to receiving what spirit sends to you. Right, right. What does that look like to you? It really looks like allowing your mind to have those thoughts, those impressions that come into you without second guessing them, regardless of whether it's something you recognize or if it's something you don't recognize or doesn't seem to fit, wherever you're at, if you have something coming to you, regardless, just knowing that that's a sign in itself. And it's not always about being right or creating context. It just is a sign. Right. For me, it feels like you're going to the mailbox. A good analogy is you're going to the mailbox and you're pulling out the information that comes out of it. You're just getting the information. So don't judge the messages coming through. I think that's really important. You just receive it. Open up every letter. Read everything. I like that idea of not judging and just getting the mail out of the box. I really like that. For me also, it's more of a relaxed passive sort of state of being. Mm. Because I think if you're trying too hard, you can almost block yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like when I'm trying, quote unquote, to be psychic, I I block myself because I'm trying too hard. It's almost like getting into almost like a pseudo meditative state and just being calm and just noticing. That's very cool. I like that. It's the exact opposite of what I do. Really? It really is. Interesting. I think for me, it is actively just recognizing my thoughts and knowing that these are signs. But in order to see the signs, you have to be you have to be relaxed. You can't be anxious about getting signs. Right. Right. I think that's my point. And that goes back to judging what you're getting, because a lot of times surrendering. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. A lot of times when we're working especially when we're working to develop our awareness of our psychic abilities, spirits will use our circle of reference 
as a point to communicate. And a lot of times if you're skeptical, you're like, oh, I already knew that or I knew what mom would say. So that's not mom in my head. Or it's so far fetched, like your Dillinger experience that you were seeing bags of like cartoon bags of money with like the with the money, the cash sign on it. Yeah. So either way. Yeah. Instead of consuming that information and saying, oh, either this doesn't make any sense or of course I know this information because it's already in my in my circle of reference. You're if you can allow yourself to just accept it and know like this is a sign back to that belief, then you could use those to move forward. And that's what we've been able to do. Right. And Jill, I think what we're talking about is one receiving and two discerning. You have to receive and then discern. And I think that's kind of where you and I are kind of saying the same thing, but saying the opposite. Because I think for me, I'm an anxious person and I need to relax and take it in and then actively discern, is this me? Is this spirit? Well, and I think that this is a really great transition about how this is implicated in our daily lives because we're so different. Mm. We come at it in a different way, but ultimately are doing the same thing. So let's talk about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for me, I am a very type A person. I'm very goal oriented and just sort of driven by nature. It's really hard for me in my everyday life to be vulnerable enough to ask spirit for help, like on the daily. I know that I'm practicing with you when we go out on these adventures, but in my daily life, I find it really hard to do. And honestly, I hate being vulnerable with other people, mm-hmm. but I, for whatever reason, I feel so comfortable asking for help because I feel like it's private. It's between like me and the spirits, you know? So I'm, I'm very comfortable being like, I need a parking space. Right, right, right. Like you will just reach out to spirit like for what I would think in my life would be more trivial reasons. And, that, and I'm not like putting you down. I think that it's amazing and I want to be more like you. But like if I'm playing a board game, um, I would not ask the spirits to help me win the board game. And I know that you do that on the regular. Okay, that's a cheap, <laughs> that is a very cheap shot. I Okay, yeah. Um, You know what? I play games with my in-laws and they look very innocent and very senior citizenly, but they are ruthless. So I have to do what I have to do, okay? I'm leaving it there. Leaving it there, Jennifer. Move on. Okay. All right, moving on, moving on. <laughs> Anyway, we're moving past that. It is a literally in my life. It is a magical tool that you can use every day. And in my thoughts Mm -hmm. is that we have I, I grew up believing in guardian angels. They're just waiting there. They're just with you. How boring. If you're not interacting with them, that poor little angels like what are they doing? Just watching you make mistakes when they're like, oh, it just feels oh, I could have helped you with that. What are you doing? I mean, I do reach out for things that I think are really, really important to me, but on the daily, I'm, I'm going to try this more, but it's just hard to feel worthy of bothering spirits over like everyday, seemingly trivial things. Mm. But you know what? I, I think you're right. I think you're onto something. And I think maybe that's an area that I can improve upon in my life because I think you're right. I, I think it can help just enrich my daily, my daily life. 
So I think for me, where I stumble in using the power of my intention in my daily life is trying to let my ego go and not being so specific. There have been times in my life that I am sure if I only had something that my life would be better But it turns out it wasn't meant for me because something bigger that I couldn't even imagine for myself was to come along. Does that make sense? I think it goes back to being clear, but not so specific that you're putting a cap on what your blessings could be. Right. And I think as far as the worthy factor is when things manifest in greater ways than I could even imagine, then I feel humbled and then I struggle with feeling worthy. Mm. So then I, that, that feeling worthy, feeling not worthy of the gifts really again gets in my way of using the intention when things come true. Does that make sense? I don't mm. know. I think so. I think so. Yeah. So if we can just at least for me, one of my resolutions moving forward would be to really use this strategy in my daily life. So A, believing, B, having clarity, C, reaching and inviting spirit in to help, D, surrendering and letting my ego go, E, stating my intention clearly, and finally being open to the gifts that will come from it. I love it. I love it. Now, a lot of people this time of year are making resolutions. It's true. And I think that there's nothing wrong with resolutions, but resolutions are not the same as intentions. Explain yourself. I think resolutions, at least the way that I've typically made them specifically for the new year, are really based on action. Like I am going to do something, right? And it's all about what I'm going to do and and my ego and what I want for myself. For instance, um, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week for the entire year. Mm. But my resolutions never last because there's really no foundation to them, generally speaking. Do you know what I mean? I do. I feel like the intention is the seed that creates the behavior that ultimately is the resolution. Absolutely. So in that example that I just gave, my intention could be to feel stronger and feel better and feel more comfortable in my human body. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I do. And then that, if that is my intention, then that could provide more motivation and and help from the spirit world to behave in certain ways to support that. You found a very pretty, beautiful quotation about intention from the internet. I did. Well, you share it. (laughs) Many of you might know of Deepak Chopra. I am such a fan. He is amazing. He has a website, Chopra.com, and I found five steps to setting powerful intentions. We'll include this link on our website. But I found the most beautiful quote that says, you are what your deepest desire is. As your desire is, so is your intention. As your intention is, so is your will. As your will is, so is your deed. And as your deed is, so is your destiny. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I love it. It also makes me curious that we've been walking around daily not being clear on our intention. It's almost like wielding a loaded gun because your intention is creating something whether you know it or not. So being clear about it is taking control and allowing gifts that you want to come into your life manifest. Right. 
It's kind of like not making a choice is making a choice, right? Mm-hmm. We all deep. We deep on this episode. <laughs> we try. We try. <laughs> so anyway. what what are some resolutions that you have planned in 2021? Oh, I don't know. I've kind of given up on resolutions, to be honest. I I, mm, I, I can think of some like being more generous <laughs> to your sisters. Are... Being nicer to you. Is that mm, what you want me to resolve to do? I, yeah, no, I think I I'm good. I love it. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> no, I think in all honesty, I would really like to to resolve to use intention in my daily life, even if it's just taking a few moments every morning to be clear about what I want to accomplish for the day. Um, I think that that could really enrich my my life. What about you? I love that. Um, my resolution. I have so many. I have so so many. Um, most of <laughs> most of my resolutions just revolve around trying to be the best version of myself. Mm. That's yeah. Okay. Long story short. All right. Well, I look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. I cannot work like this. <laughs> All right, Jill, tell the people where they can find us. So check out our website, commonmystics.net. You can find us on Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Apple podcast where you can leave us a positive review so other people can find us. Also check out our Facebook page. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Happy new year. Thank you. Happy new year. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.